Hey guys, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Uh, well, we got four of us, so we didn't go back to five, but we got four of us for the Zombies episode of What If. So, super exciting. Uh, JJ, Will, Gabe, and I are going to talk all about what I think most of us, or all of us uh, even, maybe, uh, think is probably the best What If episode we've gotten so far. So, uh, what, are your, what were your guys' impressions of the Zombies episode? So... I love zombie things, mm -hmm. and I love Marvel, so this episode combined, like, two of my favorite things. Um, I really liked the episode. I loved that the format of the episode really stayed true to what um, a lot of zombie movies do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we start with this group, and then we lose most of the people by the end of it, but, like, by the end of the episode the remaining characters still accomplish whatever goal it is that they're going after um and like peter parker is our character that has hope the whole time and, like don't give up you can't give up it's just it's i like that they leaned really hard into that mm -hmm. because like that just makes it feel like an homage to you know romero's like universe that he set up yeah, and it was it was just really cool, some of the things they went through that we'll definitely talk about. Uh, Will, your impressions on the zombie episode? I thought it was really cool. Uh, like Jay just said, you know, the zombie apocalypse is always, like, an interesting uh, world that I always enjoy. Mm -hmm. And seeing how superheroes would mix up with it, it's always a good time. Uh, I kind of thought it was kind of cool was like our it was very unique that they where they started us off at least like you had hulk crashing down right infinity war yeah and yeah and then all of a sudden that's when like the apocalypse started like you know unleashing mm -hmm. but it only raises the question of like where was tony and all them because like that was the big reveal like so that was like my only question but i just didn't care at that point like to try to make sense of this because i was just like it's, it's the what if episode. At some point, you just got to stop asking those questions. Right. <laughs> but, over, but overall, I was very entertained. I do like how Spider-Man was kind of like the soul of this new ragtag group. A very unique group of heroes we seem thrown together. We will and, talk about that with the cast because it is a very ragtag group. <laughs> yeah, and but it makes sense though that you get an older Spider-Man. Like yes. He definitely seems... At least they made him seem older in this. An older version of Tom Holland, Spider-Man, yeah. Right. But anyway, so it's like, it was cool because of all people, it would be, you know, Peter who would know the zombie references, making these videos of, hey, here's your zombie guide, you know, your survival guide to follow and all that. Zombieland-esque. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that, those kind of little reference with the rules. I love it. But overall, love the episode. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree with that. Gabe, your thoughts on the zombie episode? For me, the best part was just who was left over the group of people was an interesting bunch <laughs> um just kind of like uh, throughout the episode and especially at the end which we'll talk about later i'm sure yeah and i thought it was pretty interesting how the zombies kind of came about right uh i don't know they didn't really get too deep into like how you become a zombie when you're in the quantum realm right <laughs> but it's just kind of a it's kind of a crazy thought 
Yeah, it is interesting to think about. There's a lot of questions that this raises, but like, I'm not mad that certain ones weren't weren't answered. It's just kind of interesting to think about. Also, like with these zombies too, they they retained some real powers, of intelligence with using. That's just their powers. But you had Tony as a corpse, was so still knowing how to function the suit, you know, or Hawkeye efficiently. Yeah, so. yeah, I I do like that. Uh, they took that spin on zombies because that makes that Avenger, the zombie Avengers so much more formidable. And we kind of get this rehash of civil war in a way, but like with whole different stakes. Yeah. Or, or infinity war, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I do that, um, Avengers fighting Avengers. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 As, My bad. And then like, even like fighting skills too, because Captain America when he's corps, like he's throwing hands pretty well, like doing everything like you would picture Captain America doing, but just full on bloodthirsty. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy that the Living Avengers too, they just straight up kill the Zombie Avengers, and it's like Peter this whole time is like, we're gonna find a cure, we're gonna find a cure, but then they still have to kill. Um, their former companions, and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, if they don't have a brain anymore, they're not coming back. You can't cure that. Right, right. And we'll talk about all that. So let's let's talk about who's all returning and just, like, any thoughts as we get to this ragtag group. So our new voice for Spider-Man is, is an actor named Hudson Thames. Uh, it's not Tom Holland. It sounds like Tom Holland at a couple points, for sure. Like, they were definitely going for a Tom Holland sound-alike. I don't know if it had something to do with Sony, that Tom Holland didn't reprise Peter Parker. Um, that's probably my thought as to why Tom Holland wasn't here, but I don't know. Um, returning cast, we've got Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner and the Hulk. We've got Chadwick Boseman once again as Black Panther, T'Challa, so, uh, really nice to hear him again. Um, uh, Paul Bettany as Vision, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, uh, Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter, um, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, um, David Desmelchian, uh, the Polka Dot Man as Kurt from the Ant-Man movies, um, uh, Sebastian Stan as Bucky, Denai Guerrero as Okoye, uh, Paul Rudd as Scott Lang's, uh, disembodied head, <laughs> um, uh, Tom Vaughan Lawler as Ebony Ma, aka Squidward, um, and that is the, uh, everyone who came back to reprise their voices. So. Yeah, I literally cannot, I literally cannot complain about this cast at all. Yeah. It's, pre it's pretty awesome to, like, have how many people came back for, like, all of these episodes, but, like, specifically this one, like, I just didn't expect certain people to be, like, voicing their characters, and so that was cool to see. Yeah, that's true. I do like that for the characters that they recast, they find similar voices, because, um, like, once you grow to, like, know a character, like, their voice, even as a part of that character, even in an animated version, like, right. you need a certain type of voice to really make Spider-Man Spider-Man. Right. And I, I, like, in this case, they did a really good job with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And as we talked about with the rules, I mean, yeah, he was literally Jesse Eisenberg Columbus from Zombieland, and it was really, <laughs> really great. Like, I loved it, honestly. Um and I did want to touch on with, um, well, I, I'll let Gabe and, and Will talk more about, like, what, I guess, 
cast the cast real quick, but I did want to touch on some things that they really talked uh, went into with Spider Man in this episode. Uh, I'm actually good. Like, really, not much else for me to say because. Again, it was just one of those episodes where, like, most of the voices were just so darn good. It doesn't mm-hmm. really take me out of, like, the immersion. Right, so. right. Will, you got anything on the cast? Yeah, no, same. Like, it's just, like, it was nice to get a good group of the original cast back to go and do these things. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that were recast, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, it wasn't so far out that it threw me for a loop. Right. But even if they did, like, if it was something I noticed the difference, it doesn't bother me because they still have this whole different universe that probably sound different, whatever. But even then, it, it was still nice to see some of, like, the classic, or not the classic, but, like, the original cast voices because it just made sense and it, like, just was kind of easier to comprehend. Like, this is all still somewhat connected to the ori- their main universe that we were following. Yeah, for sure. Like, and probably the most unexpected. I mean, I didn't expect to have Happy Hogan back. Like, I didn't. I like. I know John Favreau was like doing a lot for Disney with like Star Wars specifically, but like, I just didn't expect to have Happy Hogan back. I didn't expect Mark Ruffalo to be honest. Of all people, I did yeah. not expect Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Well, he was in the um the one where Hank Pym killed the Avengers, but that was like, and he was like replacing Edward Norton's role. And yeah, like I thought that was about as far as we were gonna get. But right. I wasn't expecting to have him back. Right. Right. So like, I, I that was a pleasant surprise. I, yeah. Because I do like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and then seeing Chadwick Boseman again was great, as we mentioned. David S. Malchian. I mean, the seeing him after seeing Suicide Squad and with Polka Dot Man, like. I I got I liked David Desmalchian much more and like I mean I already thought he was kind of funny after like the second after Ant Man and the Wasp with him talking about Baba Yaga and then you got that again in this so and then he gets killed by Baba Yaga basically so that was just a funny uh good good thing with the writing that they did with it so it it was cool to just. Like, I didn't necessarily know that it made too much sense at first but then I was like okay I, I see why they brought that character in. I think it's really a testament to just what the stakes are. Mm-hmm. That they have to rely on characters like uh, the guy you were just talking about whose name I already forgot. Kurt. Uh, Kurt <laughs> and Happy. It's like, these people are not Avengers. Right. Like, they're crucial to, like, those individual teams, but they are not Avengers. But they're all that's left. Mm-hmm. Um I did feel like it was a little bit heavy on the Ant-Man characters compared to other characters. Um, yes. But, like, that's... I, overall, I really just like the variety and the kind of the randomness of the characters that we get. Right. I think the big thing, though, uh, is, like, they really are banking on this quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Again, like... Again, it, it's not meant to make sense, I guess, really, because, like, this quantum realm not only does it define, like, you know time travel physics and shit like that but you also now it holds plagues of like this zombie virus kind of deal so it's like i i don't know i think that's the only thing that's a little odd to me about it but for a what if episode i think i don't know maybe for me i feel like it would make more sense if this was something like if it would have been like an experiment tony might have been working on because i feel like with like the whole quantum realm it's like 
it's just another thing out of this quantum realm to where it's just like, what else could have gone wrong? Not only could you have messed up the timeline apparently in this place, but now you're going to possibly have unleashed zombies. Right. Doctor Strange also could have brought it in. Yeah, like you. That's true. Super, like Doctor Strange kind of tangles with the mystical, supernatural realm of things too. Right. Um, Shit! Why didn't we get a Ghost Rider in this? Uh, now that I think oh, about it, it would have been amazing. I don't know why. I just thought about that. But Damn! Anyway. Now I want Nicolas Cage to come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicolas Cage could come in as a few different Marvel characters at this point. Yeah, I would love. I mean, we already got him as Spider-Man to War as well, so. <laughs> Um, I would love anything with Nicolas Cage, even if it's horribly campy, but, <laughs> but, um, alright, and then I think, like, um, let's get into, like, some other stuff, so, like, um, I did want to mention also the Spider-Man stuff, I loved, like, that we got an Uncle Ben name drop officially, like, we've seen parts of, like, Uncle Ben mentioned, like, in Civil War and Homecoming, Peter mentions that he can't, like, do this to May again, or, like, she's been through a lot. And then Far From Home, his suitcase has BFP for Ben Franklin Parker on it. So, that, but it was cool to get, like, an actual name drop of Uncle Ben. So, and how, and then it explains, like, why Peter's so optimistic in the midst of all this, like, bad stuff going on. So, I, I, I loved, like, going into Peter Parker's character a bit more here. So, anybody else have anything on that, or? <laughs> Not really. Okay. No, but uh, that did make me think, uh, this is a very loose connection, there's thing about Tony, and the way that Tony died, I will say, like, some of the graphicness of this episode was great for being a zombie episode. Yeah. Like, the ants just completely disintegrating them. Yeah, that was crazy, and like then Okoye splitting Sam Wilson in half, like what? <laughs> what? Like, yeah. gee, and like Bucky throwing the shield and splitting Captain America in half too, like Steve Rogers, like my god. <laughs> yep, that's like good and proper zombie stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the big things though too about this takeaway, I wasn't very surprised with the two was because more. We always talk about how, like, you know, the running thing is DC is always this dark, gritty, you know, universe just by how it's presented. Mm-hmm. But in reality, there's a lot more things where DC is, like, holding back on the killing rule. Whereas mm-hmm. Marvel and a lot of Marvel characters, they're not as restricted to that. Like, Captain America is openly killed. Tony, you know, Winter Soldier, Thor. Like, these guys are just, they've killed and they've not had, like, those kind of regards to it. So, like, when they're in the zombie apocalypse, like, they're, it's not the first time they've, they've killed live people before. So, you got this undead flesh, and it, it's nothing to them. Right. Like, it's almost like, for his, like, I'm sure, like, you know, because they showed the turmoil, especially, like, Peter, who has not been in that situation, because you've seen how he was optimistic, but, you know, very hesitant at times, you know, for all that stuff. But then you got someone like Bucky who's been in war and has been in combat. He did not hesitate one bit to cut Cap. Yeah. And, and he wouldn't have. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, this is the end of the line. Like, I love that callback as well. Like, that right. was great. And, like, I love that so much because it's just like a minor thing where it's like where you, like, when you dive into it, it's really nice to see of just 
this is like what how they would be and it's consistent too mm -hmm. so yeah um gabe you have anything else are we ready are we ready to move on uh let's move ahead all right uh favorite deaths um i i mean there's so many like create i mean happy getting like uh an arrow through him from hawkeye and then going blam as he dies or gets turned into a zombie <laughs> like that was funny um uh uh david delsmalchian's character kurt getting you know killed by baba yaga um even just like um i don't know there, there was just some uh good stuff in there um that i i really like and like we said with steve and sam both getting split in half uh both ways like that was cool even like the zombie deaths were pretty gruesome and so that was that was, that was pretty good yeah, I really liked the whole train scene. Yeah. Train sequence. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, we'll, we'll freak it out a little bit because you cut out for a second. But it's oh, did I? My bad. Um, for me, I think Wasps and Hulk's deaths were my favorite. Wasp, be, well, actually, both reasons, or both of those deaths for the reason that it shows, like, just, like, how relentless zombies are like they're climbing up the the wash yeah to, to the point where they can get through the glass and for hulk i mean it's hulk but like even a virus is gonna affect hulk you would think because like he's not like he might be indestructible but he's not invincible like we've seen him bleed before and if they're able to get through his skin then they're gonna infect him oh, and zombie hulk is like scary as shit well we saw scary as shit with zombie wanda so. <laughs> like jeez first, first of all i really don't think the zombie virus would affect hulk because he's gonna push up in their glasses here he's got a really powerful healing factor and the gamma was something that they weren't really a big fan of like because they went to go bite bruce and then hulk's just like no and they're just like they backed off. Mm -hmm. like they just couldn't get through. And I don't think Hulk was shown to die. I think it's implied. I don't that know. That's something we can... wasn't shown to die. Which no. makes me wonder if they actually could or not. But, like, I would like to see a zombie Hulk. I mean, because... We'll talk about it when we get to that ending point. So we've seen some... I mean, if Wanda was a zombie, you would think... She, I, man, she must have got caught off guard or something. Cause yeah. Well, how they got to her was... Like, and with who we're gonna talk about at the end, how they must have gotten caught off guard too. Like, right? So it's just like, I, yeah. At this point, nobody's like safe. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think big thing out of it all, like, like it, I got what I wanted, like from the zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. A lot of gruesome death. They didn't hold back on a lot of things. Lost. I that was like the most emotional I got. Honestly, I wasn't like in tears or anything, but I was just like. I was like, damn, that sucks. But, hey, way to go out like a champ, though, Wasp. And then you see big-sized Wasp zombie. I'm just like, yeah, that's scary. That was... and, like, uh... <laughs> and her, like, grabbing the jet and, like, flaming another zombie at the jet. <laughs> Jeez. Right, just chucking them, and I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah. I like this part. So, um, Gabe, you, have, you had anything about, like, favorite deaths or... I thought the uh, wasps was impactful. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I thought it was interesting that after Steve got cut in half, that Bucky just picked up the shield. Yeah, but yeah. Kind of like who else, you know? But uh, right. Well, yeah, that was a good one. Like I said, yeah. Right, because, well, Sam's dead, too, so, I mean, Bucky's the only one left who can pick up the shield, so, yeah. like, yeah, like, I, I mean, no, with the other two dead, so, um, alright, and then, like, um, I think let's talk about Vision and Wanda as a big one, I mean, like, Vision's literally, and we'll talk about T'Challa as well, but, like, he's literally using T'Challa as, like, meat for Wanda, and, like, keeping her, like, alive, and just, like, that was just brutal. Like, it's, like, reverse WandaVision of, like, Vision is literally, like, doing what Wanda was doing because she couldn't get over her grief. And, but, like, probably even worse than that. So, I just, that was crazy to me and to have, like, Paul Bettany play. I mean, we got a little bit of that in WandaVision at the end with White Vision. But, like, I guess just, like, Vision, this version of Vision that we've seen being, like, more selfish and... So, I, that, w- that was pretty interesting. Yeah, and, like, I think that goes to show, like, Vision would do equally crazy stuff for her. I think in WandaVision, he just happened to be, like, the victim of the <laughs> whole situation. But, like, right. they both love each other. But I think that was, like, that was, like, a really crazy position to put the couple in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even to see, like, Wanda, when Vision takes the Mind Stone out of his own head, and Wanda, like, even stops over his body for a second, like, she still has enough sentience to be able to realize that Vision just is dead there, too. Yeah. So, that was interesting. It also fit the trope, because usually in some, like, zombie movies, you always get that one person or couple that are in, like, denial, like, mm-hmm. when the loved ones is, and they try to, like, keep them safe. And it makes sense, you know, because you've seen the bond between Wanda and Vision before, so like you said, the roles are switched. And it was pretty cruel. Like, Vision was... I mean, it kind of made sense of how cruel he was to being, because he's like, he tried to find a cure. He wasn't finding a cure, so he was doing the next logical thing. He's like, alright, gotta provide meat. It's cruel, but he's like, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Right. So, I mean... It, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. I was like definitely a little surprised because when Vision was introduced, I was like, "Oh, I'm like they're gonna wipe the floor with like zombies." He's at this point, but then he's like, "No, nah, I, I can't do it until you know, like he sacrificed himself. Like didn't do anything. He just didn't want to live with his, his actions." <laughs> but it was that moment when he was starting to kill himself. I was like, uh, "No, buddy, we kind of need you. Somebody's got to at least be able to handle." <laughs> Now, like, don't be dipping on us. Yeah, later. Yeah, it's possible that uh, that was a subtle reference to an episode of The Walking Dead. Um, because there's a group of cannibals that uh, are chasing down the main survivors in The Walking Dead, and they capture one of them and uh, they cut off his leg and eat his leg. But, like, they leave him alive so that they could use him over time for food. Wow. So, yeah, that would be a, probably a reference to that. And, I mean, you see also when um, you see that scene of the Avengers showing up in San Francisco to, like, fight the zombie plague and, like, everybody starts getting bit there. 
T'Challa is in that group that arrives in San Francisco, and he says Vision took him from there. Um, so it, it it was good that they didn't just, like, kill him off, too. It was kind of cool to be like, okay, well, T'Challa was the only one that survived that attack um, from in San Francisco. Um, also kind of horrifying to have Captain America get bit and turned into a zombie by Hank Pym, tiny Hank Pym, biting his neck. Like, jeez. Yeah, like, if the, any of the Ant Boys got turned into zombie in the MCU, like the main MCU, it would just be over so quickly because like yeah. they're literally yep. the size of like a little bug and they bite you and you turn into a fucking zombie. It's right. like turning into a zombie after a mosquito bites you. Like God, you eat up so many zombies. <laughs> like Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean it doesn't really matter how small the bite right virus is virus exactly yeah so that's that is terrifying actually too so um and that and like then you know wanda kills okoye as well like that was kind of sad also like okoye's whole mission was to find t'challa and so then she just gets killed by wanda um and we don't know bucky also i mean bucky got tossed like (laughs) like super far away by wanda we don't know if bucky somehow i mean dude literally survived falling off a train into like a a, like a cliff like or off a cliff broken his fall with his arm or something but it really just depends how he fell i guess right think about it the weird thing is so it's like all these zombies were about like like consuming and stuff like that but wanda's was just about just checking some fools like yeah she just broke apart people she was throwing buggy like she right. could easily use the powers to pull in you know eat the flesh like a typical zombie so like my thing was just like all right maybe i'm diving too deep into this but it was like what's the chaos like magic she had just it's about now you just it's about I imagine like whatever goes on in wanda's brain just went unchecked because of the zombie virus that's mm-hmm. how i interpreted it but Right, but am I the only one, like, I mean, maybe no, I'm that makes a sense. Too, too deep yeah. into it, but it's, like, it seems a little, like, out of, like, from what I know with the zombie things, because, like, even, like, like, all the zombies, they were all about consuming, you know, the flesh and all that, and then there's Wanda just, like, no. No, your, your question makes sense. Um, yeah. I, I would offer a different interpretation than Gabe. Uh, to me, it, uh, I could see it being, like, she's already had meat, um, like she already took uh, Kurt and I think someone else and Okoye yeah and Okoye um, so like now she's got enough to sustain herself she might be operating just on the rage of Vision being dead yeah that's true mm. um, and then yeah we got the Hulk versus Wanda I also wanted to touch on T'Challa like we get uh, and we can talk about more Hulk versus Wanda here too but T'Challa having the great line it Chadwick Boseman's always now just delivering these lines. Like these were obviously recorded before he died, but it's like they hit so much harder. I mean, even in Black Panther, obviously, as we talked about when we discussed that movie, but uh, just here, like the death is in, in this line from Civil War, where he's like, you know, death is not the end; it's more of a stepping off point, and you know, we won't, we'll always remember uh, them. They're not like just. I don't know. It just is odd but it's like it's beautiful but like just the fact that Chadwick Boseman is now just delivering these lines everything that he's in until like he's like un- you know it just it's sad I 
I can appreciate the line and the meaning behind it all. But in all reality, if I was getting that line towards me and he told me that during a zombie apocalypse, they're like, they're never really gone. I've just been looking at them like, yeah, I know that's the problem we're facing right now. They just that don't That is why we're in this situation, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I understand you're trying to be sentimental and it's very sad that he is past. Like, we could take that meaning in a different situation, a different concept. There's, but there's... Not, during, not during the zombie apocalypse. Yes, I understand. And they don't really leave us. And that is the problem we are having. There's, they never leave us. And oh shit, they never leave us. <laughs> Speaking of com- being comedic. Uh, oh, we have to know, talk about Paul Rudd. I want to know, like, how uh, Ant-Man was able to survive with just his head. Like, Futurama. It's, it's Futurama. It's a comic book. I'm willing to let that totally slide. Like, cool, whatever, science. But they just put it in there. With no fucking explanation whatsoever. I just assumed it was like a Futurama situation. Yeah. It's definitely like that, but... He was very vocal for a man with no lungs, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I mean, we had so many bad dad puns. Um, we have to discuss, though, Paul Rudd literally... I'm sure this is improvisation, because he literally name-dropped in a line from another franchise when Guardian Leviosa, like, come on. That has to be Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> like jeez i just i love paul rudd so much honestly like i don't even care that it's another like comedic character in the mcu but i just that's part of why we love ant-man in this in the mcu scott line is because it's literally paul rudd so and so um and i mean what will did you say want to say any more on hulk versus wanda or are we good to uh, it? the only thing i was gonna say on that is i'm happy because we, this was like a another way to kind of redeem hulk's character mm-hmm. especially because everyone i know i personally was very salty with how a lot of things went down towards the end of it but it was nice to see hulk come out and start like tossing some fools and being the hero i love that little pet talk like you know Mark was having, you know, Bruce was having with Hulk, you know, I loved it. And then they, I, I, I saw it coming and it was just as beautiful as ever. They're all swarming up, but there's this big mass and then all of a sudden you see Hulk bust free. Um, as a Hulk fan, I was very happy. And then when he, Wanda starts charging him, he's just going, I'm just like... Punching and just, oh, it works. Oh. <laughs> just like, I'm like, oh, I don't care how this goes. But I'm like, there's nobody better right now because Vision's gone. I'm like... You gotta send Hulk in there. He's gonna hold the line down just fine. I did honestly, pardon me, like when the giant, when uh, Zombie Wasp was there, I just kind of wanted to see Hulk just out of nowhere come in there and throw a haymaker. Like in Ragnarok with Surtur? Yeah, something along those lines, but I was still very happy to see Hulk get some good love. Even it was for as short as it was, it was still nice to see some redemption for the big green guy. Yeah, I can totally agree, and maybe, hopefully, with uh, Mark Ruffalo still in the MCU past this point, that we'll see, I don't know how it's gonna work, but it'd be cool to see a little more of him, like, in She-Hulk, because he is confirmed to be back in that, and uh, we'll talk about something uh, in our next discussion, <laughs> so, um, alright, uh, let, let's talk about, um, so we're gonna talk about the end scene and then we'll talk about like who could still be alive that's out there because i think that's interesting to talk about so let's talk about zombie thanos the fact like zombie thanos showed up in wakanda like 
for the Mind Stone and they're bringing it right to him. Like, I was just shocked that Thanos is a zombie. Like, how did this happen? He got caught off guard or something? Um, but that was just, that's scary. And, like, the Watcher even saying, like, this universe is also doomed. Like, yeah. Who yeah, knows? I mean, not much they can do from there. Yeah. Dude has the gauntlet. Like, what are you going to do? Well, so is Thanos, zombie Thanos, would he still wipe out Half-Life or would he, like, double the population so he can get more, like, food? Like, I also that's wonder, such an like, interesting question. Yeah. I, oh, that, ooh, that's a good point. He could have been, like, more food and just, like, <laughs> doubled it. If he's still bent on population reduction, I mean, would he take into account this zombie virus? Because if Thanos got infected... That leads me to believe that it went beyond Earth, because I don't see Thanos going to Earth with the zombie virus being contained on Earth. Yeah. Would he have enough like permission to, to even, like, carry out his original plan? Or would he just... But he could have done a million things. Like, he... Like, because we all know the zombies still have sentience, so he could have been like, mm, I'm feeling pretty hungry. Why don't we double the population? Or <laughs> he, he could have, like, stuck to his original plan. Or he could have been like, let's turn everyone back, like, alive and turn them back into human. I doubt he would do that because he's literally zombie Thanos. But, like, there's yeah. literally, like, <laughs> five or ten different directions it could go from there. Right. Well, you have something to say. <laughs> I, I think he allowed himself to be affected. Ooh. Because I think it is. He probably saw what was going on. He realized, damn, this is, like, going how I kind of imagined it in a different way, you know? And so he saw, like, this force of death. I think this Thanos, this is just my theory, this Thanos is more closer to comic Thanos in terms of he wasn't wiping half the universe. He was killing everybody for the love of death. Mm -hmm. So he saw what this plague was doing. He's like, I'm getting the best of what I want, and I still have the gauntlet. I think he might have allowed himself to get infected, and if he like the gauntlet, like if there's still some sentience, that, like like some intelligence behind them to where they are understanding it, he's holding the gauntlet. There could, and especially the way he was posing, I did, I'm looking too deep in this. I know, but somehow I feel like he allowed himself to be infected, and the gauntlet let him keep not just like a portion of it. He's still full on Thanos, but undead to where doesn't get tired. He's only limited to the fact that you have to. Like take his reign, but he still has the gauntlet. I'm convinced like Thanos let himself get infected because he's like, this is the best way I could reach my goals. That is scary, honestly. That would... because even if it is contained just to Earth, he can leave, and I can put this plague and I can spread this throughout the whole universe. He does, yeah. He does. Have, he had a he has five out of the six Infinity Stones. He's about to get the sixth and final one. Like. Good. Space Stone, he can literally just go anywhere he wants. So, um, yeah. Um, any Anything else on that, uh, on, on Zombie Thanos? I just, what a cool way to end an episode. Yeah. Well, did, did I get, the biggest vibes I got from this is, like, the whole new thing I kept thinking of, especially when I seen, like, Zombie Thanos. I was like, this screams just the blackest night. Like, the DC comic line with the Green Lanterns and the Black Lantern rings. Like, that's, that's, like, the whole vibe that I got from this the whole time. Like, it, it's not a bad thing by any chance. It, it was just, like, the whole time that's all I was getting the vibe from. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, um, yeah, it's just, I, this one's one episode where I, it ended and I, I want more. Like, I want a continuation with the survivors, and I did, I do want to mention, like, who is still alive or could possibly be alive. We still have Thor. Thor wasn't in this episode at all. Um, the Guardians. Thor, uh, the Guardians, Captain Marvel. That, they're all in space, supposedly. I mean, I guess Thor could be infected. That's Captain possible. Marvel. Captain Marvel might be a little bit better protected because she's got that aura she can present. Right. Well, it's just interesting to think, I mean, could Thor be with Rocket and Groot getting Stormbreaker from Nedevalier? Like, that's the spot in Infinity War where this would be before they go to Wakanda. Like, does that mean Thor, you know, Thor's, Thor, Rocket, and Groot are there, and then when they arrive, like, Thor is, that's peak Thor arriving in Wakanda in the MCU with Stormbreaker. Like, that is... I honestly think that Thor, if he's not already infected, like, that Thor is going to do so much damage. <laughs> so, that that's that would be interesting to think about. And yeah, Captain Marvel. I don't know what the Guardians are going to do, um, being honest, and I'm a Guardians fan, so... Uh, but yeah, they're still out there. So, I mean, that's pretty much who's left in the MCU that hasn't been infected that we know of. So, and, I mean, we didn't see Zombie Black Widow, but she was at the San Francisco thing in the beginning, and obviously, so, Z Black Widow's a zombie as well, so. I don't think we were going to really see her with the whole, like, e I mean, well, then again, e that stuff happened afterwards, so. Right, this was done, this was made beforehand, <laughs> but maybe, maybe there was something with Zombie Black Widow, and they were like, when ScarJo's situation happened, they edited it out, <laughs> I don't know. It's possible, but I doubt it, too, because at the same time, like, of all the zombies, you're trying to see. We, we we got that situation with zombie Hawkeye and like you know with you know we we didn't need a zombie it's, black. Okay. Widow. Like you had a bunch of people, you know, like so. Yeah. So, all right. Um, it, any anything else before we hit our episode six predictions or our predictions for like the rest of what if? All right. Okay. So, so let's talk about so episodes that are left or. From what I've heard, so Party Thor is still one of them that might be next week. They might be waiting to, like, and I, it's one of these four episodes is Party Thor. There is also, um, we have Tony Stark getting saved by Killmonger um, that is still also on the table. Um, and then uh, Killmonger uh, saves him from the, ro the his own Stark Industries rocket from, you know, making him Iron Man. And then apparently there's also one where Tony Stark gets sent to Sakaar and meets Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster. And then I believe there's Vision, or Ultron getting Vision as his body, and uh, then you, apparently there's rumors that there's, like, Guardians of the Multiverse and everything that we've seen so far, and what if, like, Captain Carter and Strange Supreme, and, um, and Party Thor, and, like, that, that and uh, T'Challa Star-Lord, like, they'll come together, um, so. That would, I, I would really like to see that team, because mm -hmm. it's just kind of this, like, wacky avengers team mm -hmm. um i don't know i think that'd be a lot of fun yeah and i still want to see what happens with these last few episodes before we get to what if that supposedly is going to happen also like the watcher might actually interfere based on what we saw from the strange supreme episode so who knows so uh gabe will what what do you guys think not really sure. I, I've never been able to accurately gauge what happens in these what if episodes. So I guess right. like I don't know, like the whole like uh, 
I know I'm really hyped to see like Vision become Ultron or whatever, vice versa. Yeah. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah. And and supposedly also if you look in the what if like art on Disney Plus, there's also one of Gamora with like the Thanos armor and has Thanos's double sword from an endgame. So supposedly Gamora might be Thanos in that what if episode as well. I don't know. Yeah. Which I could see her being a good Thanos. Good yeah. I don't know. So um well, anything prediction wise or I like Gabe said, it's hard to feel like predict like what they do with these things because like we've seen them kind of go a little really far out already <laughs> with yes yeah. um but i do think towards the end you're gonna start seeing a more united kind of like continuity going on with these what ifs mm-hmm. you see I, th- I really do think like especially when we start getting to the ultron episode i think that's gonna be like the final piece you're gonna see Probably, I don't know what they're going to do with Party Thor, but you'll probably see Party Thor come through here. You'll get Doctor Strange to return. Um, you might see some of their survivors from the zombie. Outbreak. Zombie Hunter, Spider-Man. Yeah, like, they'll probably come through. So, like, that's my, I guess, my big and only real prediction. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, I don't know what they're really going to do. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. I I think if anybody from the zombie episode is going to be Spider-Man, because T'Challa's missing a leg and Scott Lang's only a head, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think that... Uh, I, I think Zombie Hunter Spider-Man would most likely come through from this episode, so... But, uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff there. Um, anything else? Are we ready? I can just tease us out with what's upcoming. I am sad. JJ, anything? All right. So, uh, coming up, I think we're going to be very soon. uh, So, this is going to go up tomorrow. Also, coming up tomorrow, I think we're about to record our discussion on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, so we'll uh, hopefully have that up tomorrow. Going to be excited to talk about that with uh, a group of us that are going to stay around and record that. Um, otherwise, I will continue What If, and then I think, um, I'm deciding whether to get a group together to do discussion on Survivor 41. Uh, Season 41 is coming up in a couple weeks, so, uh, if you haven't listened to any Survivor content before, I do have season rankings that I did myself and JJ, and I I also covered, uh, Season 1 of Australian Survivor, so you can listen to that stuff, but this is, this would be another, like, weekly type thing on the u.s uh version season 41 so i'm excited to kind of get into that depending on what happens with that um but after what if and after our sean she discussion gets recorded we i like after what if ends i think there's going to be another break for the mcu till eternals so like uh we'll kind of figure out maybe what to do in that break if uh if anything else but uh otherwise we will see you guys on the next uh podcast that goes up on tribe of nerds